You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. And welcome down to Sox in the Basement. My name is Chris Lanuti. Every day since opening day, Sox in the Basement bringing you White Sox simulated baseball using MLB The Show 20 every single game. And then you get the recap, the analysis, the box scores, the team stats put up there by SoxOn35th.com. This partnership is working well. And as I continue to doubt more and more that Major League Baseball is going to return, I am thankful that I at least have something to be invested in. Although sometimes I find myself getting way too upset about some of the outcomes of these games. Before we head out for the conclusion of the current road trip, a couple of notable stats I want to share with you. The White Sox offense still ranks number one in all of Major League Baseball in doubles hit. 119, we saw several of them just yesterday. Third in baseball in overall runs with 313. Fifth in Major League Baseball in homers with 91. Third in the majors with 49 stolen bases and the second best stolen base percentage. On the pitching side, the White Sox pitching staff has the second least amount of hits allowed in all of the majors. We're also second in strikeouts as a team, led by Lucas Giolito with 68. We have a total of 531. And all of that leads us to this game today. The White Sox currently sitting five and a half back in the standings behind the Minnesota Twins but back in second place, and we face them for three starting tomorrow in Chicago. But the business at hand is to take three out of four with a win today against the Orioles. We go out now to Baltimore, Camden Yards, Dallas Keuchel taking the mound against Alex Cobb, the 33-23 and 23 White Sox against the 15-41 and 41 Baltimore Orioles, all brought to you by Cork and Carry at the Park. Find their great menu on Grubhub or at corkandcarryatthepark.com. White Sox baseball is now. Getaway day, overcast skies, the end of an eight-game road trip, and the Chicago White Sox are going to try to take three out of four here in Baltimore. Oriole Park at Camden Yards before a big three-game series at home against the Minnesota Twins. Can't look too far ahead, though. Have to win this one. Alex Cobb, 11 starts, and a 1-8 record takes the mound for the Orioles. 2.88 earned run average and a 1.06 whip. Over 68 and two-thirds innings, 57 hits, and 16 walks. He also has 56 strikeouts. He has pitched very well for this team. They have not supported him, so make no mistake about it. That 1-8 record is not indicative of the kind of pitcher we're going to have on the mound today. And the White Sox have to keep the offense rolling like they had it going yesterday. Inside pitch to Tim Anderson. We're underway. That one's high and tight. Remember, these teams exchanged beanballs in the ninth inning last night as tempers flared. I would like to see the White Sox get through this game without any major incident. We have a lot to concentrate on still. This team here has really nothing to play for already as Tim Anderson hits the first one down the left field line and flips the bat. He came to play. It's gone. 369 feet down the left field line, out at 105 miles per hour. We get a good TA bat flip there as he stands there and watches it go. So I'm talking about tempers flaring, and let's chill out, but I also want to have 
a big offensive day, and Tim Anderson says, I'd rather have the offense, and who cares if they're mad about it? And he put some stank on that one, getting it out with the solid flip staring right at Alex Cobb as he goes down the first base line. Obviously, these teams still remember how it ended last night between the two of them. Sox lead 1-0 after the first batter. Anderson hits a solo shot. And Luis Robert is going to bat in the two spot today. We've seen Ricky Renteria experiment with that a little bit recently. He's been hitting the ball very well. Plus, we've got a few guys unable to go today resting up for tomorrow. Roberts hitting 223, takes an inside fastball that was clearly not in the zone and called a strike anyway. So the umpire troubles continue here in Baltimore. White Sox have had some very strange strike zones so far in this series. 0-1 the count to Robert. Cobb, the righty, winds and delivers. Inside fastball swung on and missed 0-2. And why not keep going inside if they're going to give you that pitch? And Robert knows it. He's got to stay on it. I would imagine he pounds him inside yet again. The pitch on the way. Outside misses. Count is one and two. Overcast skies in Baltimore. This one swung on and fouled off. Count remains one and two. Inside pitch misses. Count is even at two. They set up on the inside portion of the plate. 2-2 pitch on the way. And another bad call there. And Roberts frustrated. He took two strikes on the inside that were nowhere near that plate. A liberal strike zone given the Cobb on the inside corner of the rookie. Angry as he goes back. It's been umpire issues. It's been bean balls. It has been a very, very difficult four days. And the White Sox leading this series two games to one. And this game one nothing as Abreu, who's DHing today, flies out the left on the first pitch. And there's two gone now here in the top of the first inning. The other weird thing about this game is a 6.05 start. At least local time in Chicago, 7.05 here. Even though it's a getaway day, Sox have to get back to Chicago. A lot of games already finished. The Twins are done. They had a day game in New York. So they're already on their way to Chicago. They're probably landing soon. They're going to get plenty of rest, and we don't get that. And I don't know who made the schedule. Low inside pitch, 2-0 now the count. Mike Fillmore is the one with the weird strike zone so far. We've seen Mike before. He's normally pretty good. But I'm disappointed with what he called on Robert. Two very bad calls. Well inside the box. Towards Robert. Jimenez is batting fourth today. Mancata's getting a day off. He's normally the four hitter. So a few guys moved up in the lineup. And Aloy is 3-0 in the count from Cobb. With two outs here on the top of the first. Outside four, Seymour taken for a strike. Three and one the count. Swung on and driven deep. Going to be a foul ball near the left field foul pole. Count is full, the payoff pitch. Swung on and missed on a split finger. Diving away. Jimenez sits down. Tim Anderson takes Alex Cobb deep in the first at bat. The White Sox lead midway through the first, one nothing. Dallas Keuchel takes the mound. 11 starts and a 5-2 record. 4.33 ERA. 62 and a third innings in which he's given up 60 hits. Add 23 walks to that. And that's a 1.33 whip. He also has 56 strikeouts. Dallas, the lefty with the glorious beard, stands out on the mound in overcast skies. Has not rained yet, though. And Andrew Velasquez hitting 120. 
with an RBI single yesterday. His first RBI since joining the Orioles this year. Takes a ball low. 1-0 the count. Let's go around the horn. James McCann is catching today. First base is Encarnacion as Abreu moves to the DH role. Mandrigal's at second. Anderson's at short. Danny Mendix at third base. Jimenez in left. Robert in center. In right field, Nomar Mazzara. I asked before the game, does that mean he's back? Or is this a platoon thing? And I was told, no. This is Adam Engel needs his regular rest. He's been playing a lot. Inside pitch misses, 2-1 the count. This is not a very good hitter. And I think it's important for Dallas to get off on the right foot and just start throwing it in the zone. Round ball, though, now out into left field in between Anderson and Mendick. A seeing-eye single between the two infielders. And the first runner is on. Again, I don't understand why the Twins get the advantages. They're on the East Coast just like us. They're in New York. They get the win today in a day game. They're already done. They're on their way to Chicago. Meanwhile, we're starting at night. Confusing, to say the least. Hanser Alberto is hitting 246. He plays all over the infield. He's at third today. We've seen him at first. We've seen him in the outfield. We've seen him everywhere. 0-2, though, quickly as he swings at one outside from Keuchel. With a runner that has pretty good speed on first base. Wouldn't call it excellent, but he's going to go first to third. And might try to swipe a bag. Pitch low. 1-2. Keuchel checks the runner. McCann with the sign. The pitch. Swung on and chopped the second in between Madrigal and Encarnacion. That's in the right field. Back-to-back. Ground ball hits through the infield for the Orioles. Lead off their first inning. And whatever Dallas is doing, they're figuring it out right now. Early on. Renato Nunez comes up. He's had a terrible series. Average down to 227, but he has 10 home runs and 25 RBI. And right now, everybody's seeing the ball very well against Dallas Keuchel. That's a ball low and inside. He lays off at 1-0 the count. Runners on first and second. No outs here in the bottom of the first. 1-0 White Sox is a two-seamer is high, 2-0. Orioles fans are smelling blood in the water early in this game. Good-sized crowd here on a Thursday night. Better than what we've seen in the first three games of this series including Memorial Day as a cut fastball outside is swung on and missed. Two and one the count. Keuchel picking up the pace, goes inside, swung on and missed. Jammed him in on the hands, now two and two. Nunez has struck out more than any other player on both teams over this series and has played in all four games. Swung on and missed, he struck out again. I think he's up to 10 on the series. First strikeout for Keuchel. One gone. Runners remain at first and second. The right fielder today, DJ Stewart. You've seen him move around a lot, but he's played in all four games. Hitting 219, the lefty comes up in the four spot. Lefty on lefty action. 219 with no homers and no RBIs yet. He's got two on right now. 0-1 the count, the pitch. 
in the zone, low and at the knees on the inside corner. Stewart's on a five-game hit streak. He's 0-2 in the count right now. Keuchel checks both runners and delivers. Down the first baseline, hooking foul into the stands. Count remains 0-2. Next pitch dribbled away down the third baseline foul. Michael sets and delivers. Low and inside, two and two now. The count is even. That's his 18th pitch of the inning so far and of the game. One and two the count, the pitch. Low and away misses two and two. It doesn't look like those are pitches getting away. It looks like he's trying to get in the chase. McCann is setting up where those pitches are going. Goes for the outside corner and doesn't get the call. And that's frustrating for me because that's a better pitch than two of the strikes called on Luis Robert by far. We have never yelled about umpiring in this simulation. Who would have thought that that would be something we'd be upset about? But there's some setting today in this series in which they've been terrible. Swung on and missed there. Keuchel sits him down on a low and away pitch that he reached for. He's got two outs. Anthony Santander comes up. He does fairly well against the White Sox. We've seen him now in six games during the season. This is game number seven against the Orioles already. 1-0 as that one misses high. Hitting 250 with seven homers and 18 RBIs and OPS of 783. Before you say, hey, that's not very exciting. For the Orioles, it is. 1-0 the count. Runners remain on first and second. The first two of the inning got on. Now a changeup misses low, 2-0, and oh, and Keuchel using a lot of pitches in every at-bat. 23 pitches so far here in the first. Not a good start when you're talking about efficiency. You want to make sure you get out of the inning then without giving up a run if you're going to throw that many pitches. Otherwise, it's bad. Outside pitch misses. He's 3-0. and oh. Austin Hayes, who's had a couple of big hits already for the Orioles, including during their win two nights ago in this series is on deck and I don't want to see him with the bases loaded the pitch on the way down the middle get me over off speed pitch 3-1 and one the count 25 pitches now for Keuchel 14 for strikes 11 for balls hitters count for Santander runners remain swung on and popped back foul into the stands we got a full count he might have done Keuchel a favor swinging at that one Three and two, the count, the payoff pitch. Foul back. Another one on the way here. As Dallas is laboring in the first inning. You feel a little better, though, if you can get out of it right here. Fouled off again down the first baseline. McCann and Keuchel trying to find where they can put it for strike three. Swung on and missed, low and in, out of the zone. He went for it. Keuchel sits him down. It took him 29 pitches in the first inning after giving up two hits in a row to lead off the inning, but Dallas Keuchel strikes out the next three. one nothing after one. Edwin Encarnacion has 14 homers and 31 RBI. He's hitting 251 and he's playing first base today. And he stands in as the five hitter and awaits Alex Cobb. Cobb made a mistake to Anderson, but then struck out two of the next three batters. But now Encarnacion puts this one opposite field on the first baseline. It's going to roll all the way to the wall. He's going to try for two. The throw coming in. He is safe on a bad throw in the second. A good one would have gotten him. 
That's his fifth double of the season. They had him shifted, and he put it right down the first base line, and it rolled all the way out into the outfield to the wall in the corner. And Edwin with a leadoff double. Two hits in this game. Both of them the leadoff men in that inning. A homer and a double. James McCann is up hitting 302 with two homers and five RBI. He's got an OPS of 905, though. As he's been hitting doubles when he gets a chance. A lot of doubles for James compared to the amount of at-bats that he's had. He's had gap power so far this season. Want to know the count as that one misses. Cobb checks Encarnacion. He isn't going anywhere. The pitch on the way. Split finger misses outside 2-0. McCann spent four years with the Tigers and was never known to be an offensive catcher. Got to the White Sox, made the all-star team last year. This one's fly down to center field. Play will be made. There's one gone. Had a rough second half, though, and now has been regulated to backup catcher. But he's a good piece to have. And I think we're lucky to have the catching group that we have right now. And don't forget, Zach Collins is still down there in AAA, and he's doing very well. I was looking at what's going on down there. He's hitting well. Two other notables in AAA, Basabe and Rutherford. Both are having very solid starts. They could challenge to get up here later on this year. Danny Mendix hitting 259 takes the first pitch high. Now he puts this one down the first baseline. Fair ball. Got underneath the glove at first. Encarnacion coming around. He's going to score. And Mendick with an RBI single. Plates Edwin. And the Sox lead this game 2-0. Nice piece of hitting there by Danny Mendick in the 7th spot. Nomar Mazzara hitting 200 down in the 8th spot. With the first pitch on the way. Takes one inside at the hands. 0-1 the count. Madrigal stands on deck. One out here, top of the second. Sacks lead 2-0. Runner on first, and Mendick has speed. Lifted down the third baseline, hooking towards the stands. It will not get out of play, though, and will be caught in foul territory. Some hustle going on out there in left field. Made the play. And Mandrigal comes up. Average down the 220 after he'd had a hot streak there for a while. Playing very good defense, and the White Sox playing him the majority of the time at second base. He is still the starter, and why not? We've seen flashes from him. We stuck with Luis Robert. I think they're going to stick with Nick Mandrigal for a while. Two outs, Mendix on first. 1-0 count to Mads. Inside pitch misses, 2-0. TA's on deck. If you're Mandrigal, you're thinking, if I can get on base, I got a good hitter behind me. There's lots of speed, or at least I hope he's thinking that. He offers at a pitch that's in the zone and high and fouls it off, 2-1 and one the count. Now he takes a strike in the exact same spot. Maybe he thought he swung at a bad pitch last time. You could overlay those two pitches on a screen, they'd be in the exact same area. Maybe perfectly over each other. Two and two, the count is even. Inside pitch misses, three and two, full count. And again, that shows the inconsistency of the strike zone because we've seen that to right-handed batters call the strike already. This one sent out deep in the left field, tailing back. 
towards the wall. It'll be caught on the track. Mads gives it a ride, but he doesn't have that kind of power. Only one homer on the season so far. The inning is over midway through the second. White Sox lead 2-0 here in Baltimore. Bottom of the second inning, Austin Hayes is up, hitting 207. He's playing center field today. He's a guy that originally was considered to be a right or a left fielder for this team. But we see the outfield moved around a lot here for the Orioles. I've seen Santander in center. I've seen Hayes in center. Uh, I've, I, I've seen them both in corner outfield positions. I've seen infielders move to the outfield. I, I, they, they don't have a lot of consistency. We've seen other teams. It's consistent. The lineup is a jumbled mess every day here in Baltimore. This one's down the third baseline. Barehanded by Mendick. It gets away from him. He will not be able to make the throw. A bunt single for Hayes. You don't expect that from him. I, I keep reading about him. I think of him as a line drive home run type hitter. But he lays down the bunt and he surprised Danny Mendick as well. Pat Faleka. First time we've seen him all series. I got to check my scorecard. Just recently claimed off of waivers. This team's in a rebuild. They're trying everybody out. I don't even think he's in the program right now. Keuchel delivers an outside pitch to him, a two-seamer, 2-0 the count. The 2-0 pitch on the way. Swung on and lifted down the first baseline and hooks foul into the stands. Runner on first base, no outs, bottom of the second. Dallas Keuchel needed 29 pitches in the first inning. That one's outside, 3-1. Another guy that we haven't seen all series on deck, Rio Ruiz. Are they just rotating guys up from the minors like every day? How are they doing this? Inside pitch misses. He walked him on four. So Johnny No Names down there to first base. Dallas Keuchel should have taken that guy out. Now here comes Ruiz with a 0.77 batting average. Second time in a row, Keuchel's put two on before the first out of the inning, and that's not a good sign. Sox want him to go a little deeper in this game. We're, we're looking at a guy who might go four innings. He's got to turn things around. Ruiz is a lefty. Stands in and awaits the first pitch. Outside corner, two-seam fastball, 0-1. He's really trying to work the corners. But with the inconsistencies right now in the calls, and some of these guys not being very good hitters, I wouldn't mind seeing him come right down the middle once or twice and challenge somebody. This one's sent out on a ground ball through the infield. Another ground ball, base hit. Bunch of little league hits, but the bases are loaded with no outs. And Pedro Severino comes to the plate, hitting 171, the catcher. Very good at holding base runners in this game after Cisco is behind the plate for the last two games. First pitch high and in the zone. 1-0 the count, he took it. 40 pitches now for Keiko. Nobody out here in the bottom of the second. The base is loaded. Gets the strike there on a slider at the knees. 0-2. Dallas in trouble. White Sox with a 2-0 lead, but that might change soon here. The pitch. Misses inside. 1-2 the count. Top of the order comes up. After Severino. Ball hits the dirt. McCann blocks it and smothers it. 2-2. Runners everywhere. The pitch. Hits him on the hip and he brings in a run. Dallas Keuchel did not bring his A game today. 
The Orioles are a terrible baseball team. And our starter has nothing today. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's got nothing. This is brutal. They're going to have to go out to the mound now and talk with him. 44 pitches in total. He's got 19 balls and 25 strikes. He put two on right away before getting three strikeouts in the first. But he had to use a ton of pitches. He comes out here and loads the bases before getting it out. Now hits a batter and brings it a run. There's still no outs and the bases are loaded. And the White Sox in danger of taking a game that's perfectly winnable and making this much more difficult on themselves. And it all starts with the pitcher. Don Cooper standing out there with his hands on his hips and is having a very detailed discussion with his starting pitcher. Bases loaded, no outs, bottom of the second inning, and Andrew Velasquez is up. First pitch low, and he misses on a four-seam fastball, and they're up here. It's a young team. They're going to have stretches with growing pains. We feel like we're in the middle of one right now. Although Keuchel's a veteran. He's got a Cy Young and a World Series ring. You expect him to be the guy that maybe builds the bridge between the bad games, gets you through to tough times. A big a big outing here gives you three out of four and gives you confidence going home. This is why he's here. And he has nothing right now. 2-0 oh the count. The pitch. Hits the outside corner on a two-seamer, 2-1. Two He's going to have to gut it out. Tossing in the bullpen already is Carson Fulmer. You don't want to see that. He's been capable, but we don't want to do that. This would be a disaster. Into the wind in the pitch. Swung on and missed the changeup inside, 2-2. Two and two. Half this team is hitting under 200. And it's like we're opening the door and inviting them in right now. 2-2 two, two count, bases loaded. 2-1 White Sox. Foul back. This will be pitch number 50 for the White Sox starter. He's only got three outs in this game so far. Swung on and missed. He struck him out. So all four outs recorded have been strikeouts. Hanser Alberto comes up, and a double play ball here would be quite the gift. Nunez is on deck, and I know we've been getting him a lot lately, but the guy is due. First pitch outside, he misses. A lot of throwaway pitches here. He's always starting off 1-0-2-0 in every count. I don't know if he's shell-shocked by the cheapy base hits, but you can't stop throwing it in the zone, hoping they'll get themselves out. This one's fouled back, a changeup above the knees, down the middle, 1-1. One one. Base is loaded, 2-1 sacks. High four-seam fastball, 97 miles an hour, but nowhere near the zone. That's a ball, 2-1. That was up above his head. McCann had to jump up. He seems wild and maybe unfocused. Already a hit batter that brought in a run this inning. The 2-1 pitch. Fouled off, a two-seamer, 2-2 two two now the count. One out, bottom of the second, bases loaded. And the number two hitter for the Orioles up. Swung on and missed. He got him. Two-seam fastball that was outside the zone. Would have been a ball. He went for it. Fifth strikeout. So it's really been the Orioles getting themselves out. I'm telling you. It's a bad team. There's no other way to say it. We're playing a bad team that we should beat nine times out of ten. We already gave them their win in this series. It feels like we're trying to give them another one. 
Inside pitch misses the plate, 1-0, and once again, Keuchel immediately behind in the count. Seven strikeouts over the last two games for Nunez, 10 total in this series. He's got one in this game already, but now a low pitch makes it 2-0. You got the bases loaded, nowhere for him to go. 28 pitches in this inning. 57 pitches with two outs here in the bottom of the second for Dallas Keuchel. Swung on and missed on a changeup. He was way out in front of. Two and one. You hate to see it going into tomorrow, but it looks like a bullpen day. Kopech is not available as the Sox went 13 the other night. And he was used for a lot of it. Strike right down the middle. He didn't even swing at it. Two and two the count. That's the first time we've seen Keuchel fool anyone. Two and two. The pitch. Popped up in the infield. Mendick calls for it. Runners running all over the place. He will make the catch. Dallas Keuchel escapes 60 pitches through two innings. He has put six base runners on, and somehow he leads two to one. Top of the third inning, it feels like it's the top of the eighth. That's how long this has taken to get to this point. And welcome to the Family Waterproofing Solutions third inning. As Tim Anderson stands in with a home run to lead off this game. He's three for seven lifetime against Cobb now with that home run. And takes a pitch on the inside corner for a strike. 0-1 the count. Next pitch fouled off down the first baseline. 0-2. Anderson waving the bat a little bit. Looks anxious to swing. Inside fastball taken for a ball. 1-2 the count. You know, you wonder about the Minnesota Twins that we saw last weekend, and we're going to see this weekend. Think about the fact they just went to New York and swept them, and the Yankees were in first place in the East. That one swung on and missed. And the White Sox came into Minnesota 12 games over and lost three out of four. They are a red-hot team right now, and we're a team that's kind of middling here with the Orioles. We're lucky we're playing them this week. Hopefully we can find some answers soon, but the most important thing is this game. As Robert puts this one down the third baseline, foul. 0-1 the count. He's 0-for-1 in the game with the strikeout in the first inning. Got the average up to 222. The on-base percentage, though, is still under 300. Although it's close to it, that says a lot that he's almost 100 points higher. He does draw walks and get on base. 26 stolen bases leads the majors. Swings and misses at that one, 0-2 the count. Next pitch, swung on and missed a split finger. He struck out twice. Alex Cobb has four Ks, two of them to Robert. He's been red hot. Ricky Renteria moves him up to the two spot today because we've got a few guys on the bench, gives him a shot. So far, not so good. Jose Abreu's up now. He's got a fly out in the first inning. Two outs in the top of the third. A high pitch. Missed by the catcher and off the helmet of the umpire. Hit him right in the face mask. Glazed off of it. He looks okay. 1-0 the count. Now swung on and missed a knuckle curve. Abreu is tied for 8th in the American League with 16 doubles. He's not even number 1 on his team right now. The White Sox leading all of the American League in doubles. Actually, all of baseball looking at the chart. Split finger inside, catches the zone. One and two the count. 
far more accuracy from Cobb today than from our starter. Now an outside pitch, misses two and two. Keuchel does have five strikeouts. But what's been going on in between has been maddening. This one now is sent out to first base. Nice pick. That was a nice pick right there. I thought that was going into right field. The inning is over. Midway through to third, Sox lead 2-1 in Baltimore. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today at FamilyBasementWaterproofing.com. You know, the Farmer's Almanac, I was reading this recently, said a lot of rain is expected in June. We've already had some torrential downpours might be time to give Family Waterproofing Solutions a call. And they not only take care of all the seepage and the leaking and the sump pumps and keeping things dry and protecting you. They do concrete raising. You know, they take care of the window wells. There's so many services they do. Check out the website. You just heard all about it. Remember to mention Socks in the Basement for some great deals. Uh, they've got a nice list there they can give you. And, you know, you, you never know until you call. And there's a lot of different ways to get an estimate safely for you and your family and get the work done safely for you and your family as Keuchel stands in against DJ Stewart. The lefty takes a strike on the inside corner 0-1 the count. You got a vet over there. You got a guy who gives to veteran organizations and first responders. You know, that's why I like to spend my money with, especially during this day and age. Hits the outside corner 0-2. Got a wider strike zone there than he's had all game long. McCann's going to set up out there again. They're not getting that call. A slider well outside, one and two the count. I think what the White Sox just want here is a couple of solid innings from Dallas to get them deeper into the game. Not going to fix this start, but hopefully you can make it better. Encarnacion's going to field the ball and then run right at the base runner and tag him about 10 feet in front of the bag instead of flipping the Keuchel, who is slow getting off the mound to cover first. Edwin's playing first today. I'm always so used to Jose that I every once in a while will say his name during a game. But it is Edwin over there at first base. Inside pitch swung on and missed to start the at-bat for Anthony Santander. Owen won the count. Another guy claimed off of waivers by this Orioles team. That was a few years ago. They've been building with the waiver wire. The cast-offs of other teams. Owen 2 now as that one's down the line foul. And a high two-seamer is a throwaway pitch, nowhere near the zone. One and two the count when you're up to 67 pitches like Heichel is right now with one out in the bottom of the third. I don't know how many throwaway pitches you got in you. Now he throws one low and misses on the inside corner, two and two. You can tell what he's trying to do. The accuracy is just not there today. 
stands on the mound talking to himself, looking at the baseball. You know, the mannerisms of a pitcher going through a rough time, you can see him, and he's got him right now. The 2-2 pitch. Foul back. Would have been a really nice K pitch right there. He had that high and inside, but in the zone. Got a piece of it, though. 2-2 two two the count. Sent out in the left field, another ground ball directly in between short and third. The seeing eye single has been killing Dallas Keuchel today. Nothing hit very hard. They're just nickel and diming him out there on the mound and wearing him out in this 2-1 ball game. And here comes Austin Hayes. He got on with a bunt single down the third base line. He's three for nine in the series with two RBI. Came up big for this team in their extra inning victory on Tuesday. Fouls that one down the third base line into the crowd. Owen won the count. Checks the runner at first. Does Keuchel now the pitch. Swung on and lifted out in the right field. Coming in as Mazzari. Won't get there in time. That's a base hit that falls in front of him. And again, Keuchel's got two on. This time with one out. And the struggles continue. It's a hit parade. Like I said, nothing hard hit yet. Yet. And we're a hard hit away from having some trouble. Here's Pat Vileka. Outside curveball, 0-1. Hit the outside corner. That guy's got some muscles. I've never even heard of him. He's got arms like tree trunks. Standing in the seventh spot. Inside slider, misses 1-1 one one the count. Runners at first and second, the pitch. Misses outside now. Two and one. He walked him the first time, and I don't get it. Here's a guy who barely plays. Band in the seventh spot. Cleaned off of waivers just recently. And Dallas Keuchel seems afraid of him. Now he throws one high. Three and one the count. Rio Ruiz is next. Are we afraid of him too? This has been brutal today. So many unnecessary pitches. And now he walks him. They're going to come out and talk with him again. I don't know what you're going to talk about out here. You know, did you stay up too late? Were you playing Fortnite? Did you have a bad dream? What's going on here? This is very uncharacteristic of Dallas Keuchel. You can even see the frustration in Don Cooper. He's got his arms at his side and he just keeps shrugging. All right. Carson Fulmer warming in the pen. Maybe called upon here very soon. And that'll start the the White Sox just trying to ease their way and work their way through this game. They don't want to give this one up here. That's for sure. Jace Fry's also up already. And we're in the bottom of the third inning with one out. And once again, the bases are loaded. Second time in this game already, bases loaded. It happened in the second inning. They got to run across on a hit-by-pitch with no outs. And then somehow Keiko is able to keep them all on base and got through the inning. Rio Ruiz now comes up in the lefty, takes an inside pitch for a ball, nowhere near the zone. Keiko gets a cut fastball across now, one and one. One out, bomb at a third, base is loaded. Double play ball will be big here. It's also going to be the 80th pitch for Dallas Keiko as he labors in this game. Here in the bomb at a third. The pitch on the way. Misses low, two and one. I don't know if Keiko sees another batter. 
if he lets this game get tied up right here. He's already really high in the pitch count, and he has nothing. Misses outside, 3-1. and one. Pedro Severino's on deck, and we're about to walk in a run. They have not batted in a run yet in this game. The pitch. Swung on and sent out to center field. Robert's going to move over quickly and make the catch. Runner's going to go for home. The throw comes in. It's a good throw up the third base line. It's cut off by Abreu. It was not going to get there in time. The game is tied 2-2. The catcher, Severino, comes up with two outs here in the bottom of the third. Runners remain at first and second. Robert was taken away as that one was the hardest hit ball of the day for the Orioles. He had to run back and towards left field and center. So he couldn't set his feet to get a good throw off after he made the catch. Severino now takes one low and inside, 1-0 the count. Claimed off of waivers. There's another guy. This whole team is a waiver wire team. And we are just letting him hang in this game. It's now 2-2 here in the bottom of the third. Outside pitch, changeup goes for a strike, 1-1 one one the count. Heiko comes inside, doesn't get the call. He got squeezed there, but you know what? That isn't entirely why he's having trouble out there, that's for sure. Two and one the count. Location has been bad all day long. Checks the runners, two one count, the pitch on the way. Swung on and missed, two and two. The next offering, fouled off, down the first baseline. Two and two the count. Two two game. Change up outside, misses three and two. Is he going to walk the bases loaded yet again? Keiko sets. Pitch number 89 here in the bottom of the third from him. Got him on a strikeout. It was high in the zone, but it was in there. Got him looking. Keiko comes off the mound. I think his day's over. He only pitched three. Tie ball game, two two. And a lot more ahead for the White Sox. Aloy Jimenez steps in. 2-2 game. Really frustrating outing for Dallas Keuchel. We're lucky we're tied at two. The offense is going to have to get a few more runs here in this game as the bullpen is likely going to have to take over starting in the fourth inning. Knuckle curve outside misses one and one the count. Top of the fourth inning. Feels like it's been forever. Split finger fouled off one and two. Alex Cobb on pitch number 45 here. Inside pitch, jam shot into right field. If it gets over the first baseman's head, but it does not, it would have been a base hit. They had a shift on for Jimenez, but it hung up there too long. He caught it in shallow right, running backwards. Edwin Encarnacion comes up to the plate. He's got a double in this game. He's one for one. With one out, he takes a knuckle curve low and away. 1-0 the count. Sun is pretty much set. Overcast skies. No rain yet. Going to be a long night here. Because Dallas Keuchel has extended this game and made it just time-wise long. And now his team is in a pickle. Carson Fulmer looks like he's ready to enter the game. He's just kind of standing out there. He's got his stuff. and Looks like he's coming in for the fourth inning. 2-1 count, the pitch on the way. Swung on and sent off into the crowd, 2-2. Two two. The good news is Cobb is not having a lights-out game. 
You expect the White Sox to get more looks at the bullpen that they have beat up and they have done very well against over the last few days. That pitch in the dirt rolls away. Count is full, 3-2. and two. McCann's on deck. Cobb into the wind. Swung on and sent down to first base. Nice play made. Flipped over to Cobb. The foot race is won by the pitcher. Edwin seemed to be even pulling up before he got close to the bag. He knew he couldn't beat him. James McCann's going to come to the plate with two outs here on the top of the fourth. First two down for the White Sox. He's 0 for 1 in the game. And a high four seamer taken for a strike. 0 and 1 the count. Cobb working quickly. McCann sends this one out in the right center field. It's going to tail back a little bit, but the play will be made. Sox go down 1, 2, 3. We're midway through the fourth. All tied up at two with a new pitcher coming up for the White Sox. Carson Fulmer comes into the game. 13 games, 25 innings. He's got two three-inning saves and a record of one and two. 2.88 earned run average. 33 strikeouts to 11 walks. Righty's hitting 213. Lefty's hitting 264 against him. He's been far more effective this year than in any previous season. In the majors. In his career, all spent with the White Sox. Andrew Velasquez is going to lead it off. He led off the game, so Keiko goes through the order several times for these Orioles. He only gives up two runs, but it's it's only a three-inning day for him, and it was a frustrating way to give up those runs. Fulmer has Velasquez one and one quickly in this count, working quickly into the wind, swung on and missed a four-seamer over the bat, one and two. Fulmer wears some goggles when he's out there pitching. It's like having Ron Kittle out there throwing baseballs. That one's in the dirty, almost offered at it, though. Two and two the count. And that was the difference between Keuchel and what we're seeing from Fulmer. They're at least thinking about swinging at him. Anything outside, they just stood there like statues. He got him on the inside corner. Four-seamer, low and in, perfectly placed. Fulmer sits him down, one out here in the bottom of the fourth. Hanser Alberto is going to come to the plate, one for two with a single in the first inning. Hitting 250 on the season with one out in the bottom of the fourth. First pitch from Fulmer, swung on and fouled back. 0-1 the count. Next pitch high and outside, 1-1. One one. Swung on and missed on the next pitch. 1-2, a wicked fastball tailing away. Everybody looks to be available in the bullpen for the White Sox tonight, with the exception of Michael Kopech. And before you get the idea of, well, why couldn't we bring in Dylan Cease here and get to Kopech tomorrow, he wouldn't be ready tomorrow either. That one's grounded to Tim Anderson, a stretch by Encarnacion. He falls over but keeps the foot on the bag. Six to three put out. There's two gone here in the bottom of the fourth. So for the first time, all game, the first two batters for the Orioles are out in an inning. And here's Nunez. He takes a pitch on the inside corner for a strike, 0-1. Next one fouled off, 0-2 the count. Fulmer working quickly. Feels good. Like to see a couple of solid innings out of this man. The next pitch on the way just misses outside. He tried to get in the reach on a curveball, 1-2 the count. Yeah, Kopech isn't going to be ready for a couple days. Check swing. He went on an inside pitch. Nunez down with another strikeout in this series, and Fulmer goes 1-2-3 in the inning. And that's just what the White Sox needed. Hopefully that puts a little jolt into the offense. Let's get going. 
after four, tied at two. Danny Mendix one for one with an RBI single. Alex Cobb has 54 pitches, top of the DP3 Tech fifth inning. A knuckle curve down the middle, taken for a strike. 0-1 the count, DP3 Tech partnering with Microsoft, creating a system that lets you bring your system, big or small workplace, over. Integrate everything together. Show stuff with one button. Get everybody on the video screen with one button. Very user-friendly system. It's going to be better for you, your coworkers, your bosses, your employees. Details coming up at the half inning. 1-2 pitch on the way to Mendick. Chop the third base, slow chop. Now Cobb's going to cut it off, try to throw to first, and he'll get him by his step. One out here in the top of the fifth. Nomar Mazzara comes up 0-for-1 with a flyout in the second. But the batting average now below 200 at 199. And I'm going to tell you something right now. With the guys that are down there in the minors, Rutherford and Basabi playing so well. I don't know if Mazzara makes it through the season if he continues doing this when the White Sox are not really committed to him beyond this year. He's still in arbitration years. They were hoping they could take a draft pick of the Rangers that didn't work out for them and improve him. Instead, he's regressed. Two and one now to count. I mean, the guy basically brought you 25 home runs a year. As this one's grounded over to second base, quick flip over to first, and he's gone. We're talking a guy who brought consistently four years in a row 25 home runs. I want to say it's 25. It might have been 22, but he's right there in between 20 and 25 home runs every year. But hit around like 250. And they believed there was potential there for him to become a, a better player. And instead, he's worse. This is not good. 0-1 to Mandrigal now, the nine-hitter, on a strike on the inside corner. Cobb has been cruising for the last couple of innings against the White Sox. Low and away, that four-seamer, 1-1. One one. Now Mandrigal lifts this one on a high pop down the first base line. He'll be caught in foul territory out near right field area. Midway through the fifth, knotted up at two. New challenges bring new technology. DP3 Tech has partnered with Microsoft to make things easier on you and your business. Imagine being able to get everybody together in a nice, easy, user experience friendly meeting room and being able to share whatever you want in the room with just one click. You can migrate from old legacy on-premises equipment right now to flexible, secure, work-from-home-friendly cloud services. Bring your group together faster, better, easier. Find out what DP3 Tech can do for you. Contact their cloud migrations team today, 312-896-2450, or email info at dp3tech.com. DJ Stewart, 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a ground out. 2-2 ball game. White Sox only have two runs on three hits so far against Cobb. They had a home run in the first inning from Tim Anderson, a double from Encarnacion, and he was brought home on a single by Danny Mendick. And then nothing. No hits in the third, in the fourth, or in the fifth. In fact, no base runners that I can remember. Carson Fulmer's out here. One and two now on Stewart. And after Dallas Keuchel almost needs 100 pitches, I think he was around 90, to get through the first three innings, he's out. 
He labored. He gave up six hits and a lot of walks. The whip is going to be astronomical after this game. And he has to leave the game tied 2-2. Now Stewart is 3-2 in the count after a few pitches miss. The payoff pitch from Fulmer swung on and fouled back a four-seamer down the middle. He tried to get by him. Count remains full. No outs here in the bottom of the fifth inning. The Orioles could have 10 runs right now and probably should have none. That pitch misses inside badly. Fulmer issues his first walk in the game. You would assume he's being called on here for the fourth and fifth inning. That would be the plan. Anthony Santander comes up one for two. The lefty has a runner on first and no outs here in the bottom of the fifth inning in a 2-2 game. Pitch misses low, 1-0, and Fulmer needs to find the zone again. Next pitch misses, 2-0. I have never seen so many pitches thrown so far outside the zone by White Sox pitching in any one of these games to this point. It makes me wonder if there's a glitch. It's really weird. Not their night, and it needs to be their night. Pitch down the middle, lifted out in the left field. Jimenez underneath it will make the catch. There's one gone. Runner holds at first base. Jimenez has thrown out six so far, trying to advance on him this season. Teams are starting to figure it out. Austin Hayes is up with two singles and a run scored. He had a bunt single and a seeing eye single that rolled through the infield into the outfield. Nothing hard hit yet. Swings at this one, sends it down the right field line. It's going to be hard hit. It is off the wall in the corner. He's on his way to second. Lead runner on his way to third. Second and third now with one out in the bottom of the fifth inning in the tie ball game. Carson Fulmer, after a solid inning, his first one out in the fourth, now has found himself in Dallas Keuchel land here in the fifth. They're going to go out and talk with Carson and have a conversation with him now. Double barrel action going on for the White Sox. Evan Marshall and Jace Fry are warming. And here's Pat Vileka, a man who has been walked twice and doesn't even normally play for this team. It's the first time we've seen him in a four-game series. 1-0 the count as he misses low. The next offering. Swung on and lifted out to center field. Robert tails back towards the wall. He's at the wall, and darn it, it's over. A three-run home run. The White Sox started off this game leading 2 to nothing. Their starting pitcher had the worst start that I've seen of any White Sox pitcher to date. And now Carson Fulmer, after a strong fourth inning, has a terrible fifth, gives up three runs on that home run, the Orioles lead 5-2 in a game in which it feels like they shouldn't have a run yet. Although that was hard hit. And we just kept letting them in there, letting them in there, letting them in there, and then Johnny No Name comes up there. After getting two walks that made no sense to me and hits a three-run home run, his first of the year. Ruiz is up now, another guy we haven't seen all series long. He's 2-2 two and two in the count, swings and misses and strikes out. Two gone in the bottom of the fifth. Well, it's up to the offense now to get back in this game. Pitching staff let him down. We've seen the White Sox dipping across the board in all of their numbers. The hot start has definitely slowed down. 
The team is basically playing 500 or just under 500 baseball for the last couple of weeks, depending on how you split it up amongst 10 games or 12 games or whatever. They've had a rough time. They've seen the offensive numbers dip a little. They've seen the bullpen have terrible appearances, mixed in with some good ones, but the automatic way that they used to come in and just hold teams is not happening. We've seen starters struggle, and we've seen some some cracks in the foundation here. As a low four seamer misses three and one with Velasquez on deck. Two outs, bottom of the fifth inning, five to two Orioles. It's a young team coming out of a rebuild. I understand it. They don't expect them to win every game. In fact, this is expected. I think if you look at the the predictions at the beginning of the season, the idea that they would be 20 games over 500 is crazy. When they got the 12 over so early, I was like, this is magical. This feels more realistic. Being a 500 ball club that goes on a streak every once in a while is probably the best you can hope for. And they are challenging right now. They're in a race with Minnesota, and right now they'd be the wild card team, so it's not all bad. As this one swung on and missed, another strikeout for Fulmer, but he made a big mistake. He gave up a three-run home run, and now the White Sox trail after five. Five to two in Baltimore. Tim Anderson's going to lead off the top of the sixth inning as the White Sox offense tries to restart, and he lifts the first one deep out in the right center field. That one's going to get down. And it's going to be a double. T.A. into second base, standing. Remember, he hit the leadoff home run to start this game off. He now leads the team with 18 doubles. We keep seeing that leaderboard change between him and Mancada and Abreu. We got a man on, and this game is not over yet, only trailing by three with a very good offense. Luis Robert is up, and yes, he's 0 for 2. But he has been hot lately, hitting over 400 in the last week and a half. Strike high taken, 0-1 the count. Cobb up to 67 pitches here in the sixth. So he's cruising, and we got to get to him and wear him out a little bit. This ball lifted out in the deep left center field, tailing back towards the wall. Robert might have one. That's gone. 370 feet into the first row. It's a whole new ball game as the White Sox pull within one. 5-4 on a two-run home run. Luis Roberts fourth. And like I said, it's a good offense. They just got to get their groove back. And that feels groovy to me. A frustrating game, but the White Sox are in perfect position here to get back into it. And they're trailing by a run right now in the top of the six with no outs and Jose Abreu's to the plate. He's got a fly on the ground out. He's four for 16 in this series with two doubles and a couple of RBIs. I think he has four total. Ground ball over to Short. Almost thrown over the bag. But he's out. Jimenez comes up now. 0 for 2 with one out in the top of the sixth. Cobb's first pitch, a split finger above the knees. 0-1 the count. 14 homers so far in the season. Tied with Edwin Encarnacion, both of them chasing Asmani Grandal, who's got the most at 16, but on the bench today. 0-2 pitch now, fouled off. Count remains 0-2. Swung on and missed. A high inside four-seamer. Ugly swing. Two outs. Fifth strikeout for Cobb, who fooled him. He swung in a completely different area of the plate than where that ball was going. 
Two gone now here in the top of the sixth following a leadoff double by Anderson and a two-run home run from Robert. Edwin Encarnacion comes to the plate one for two and takes a knuckle curve down the middle for strike one. Got a double and a run scored. He's hitting 254. That pitch is low, a knuckle curve ball. One and one the count. Next offering, low and outside, fouled off. He's going knuckle curve over and over to him right now. That's all he's feeding Encarnacion here. One and two the count. Let's see what he does now. Cobb delivers. Round ball up the middle and a base hit that's going to get in between the two outfielders and get to the wall. But Encarnacion actually turns back halfway to second. He was not moving very fast up the line. He is not a fast man. He's on first with two outs here in the top of the sixth. They're going to have a meeting real quick on the mound with Alex Cobb. Only Severino, the catcher, and Cobb out there with his pitching coach. James McCann comes to the plate. 0 for 2 with two flyouts. Average down to 292. Four-seam fastball in the inside corner. Hits. 0-1 the count. Sox doing their job at the plate right now. They got two runs, and they've added some pitches onto that pitch count. They have Cobb up to 80 here when he throws this pitch. With two outs in the top of the sixth. Swung on and missed a four-seamer. He just missed it. 0-2. Paul Fry and Richard Blyer are both warming up. Fry... The lefty gave the White Sox some trouble the other night. Blyer, the White Sox, jumped all over him yesterday. The 0-2 pitch. Swung on and lifted deep out in the right field, tailing back towards the wall. He dives and can't get it. It's going to bounce off the wall. Encarnacion, though, is only going to make it to third as the throw comes in. Any other runner probably scores going first all the way around the home on that one. McCann is a stand-up double. The speed of Encarnacion is probably the only reason we don't have a tie ball game. But with two outs, they're going to the bullpen. And Cobb is done, so we've chased the starter. Trailing 5-4, to four, and Hector Velasquez is coming in. And I don't know how warm he is, because he wasn't warming up two batters ago. When I was saying who was warming up for this team, he wasn't out there. He's got 35 games and 45 and a third innings. He's had good appearances and bad ones against the White Sox. We jumped all over him yesterday. Let's see what happens here with Danny Mendick. The pitch low and inside, hits the zone. 0-1 the count to Mendick. 1-2 for the day with a single and an RBI. He drove in Encarnacion once today. I'd like to see him do it again. The pitch also hits the zone at the knees and a changeup. 0-2, very close calls at the knees. Mendick doesn't like them. He thinks they're low. They are borderline, but I think they're strikes. 0-2 the count now with two outs in the top of the sixth. Inside pitch misses, one and two. McCann on second. Edwin Encarnacion on third. Danny Mendick at the plate, one and two. Swings and sends this one down the first baseline foul, one and two the count. Now he lifts one out in the left field. It's not going anywhere deep. Underneath it, the catch is made. The Orioles escape the inning without giving up the tying run, but the White Sox get two. It's a one-run ball game now, midway through the sixth inning. The Sox trailing 5-4. Evan Marshall comes into the game for the Sox. 20 appearances, 25 innings, 3-1 record, 2.52 ERA. 19 strikeouts to 4 walks. Righty's hitting 211, lefty's hitting 222. His team is trailing by 1, 5-4 here in the bottom of the 6th inning, and this is his inning, I believe. Then I would imagine we're getting into the uh, big boys out there in the bullpen. 
if the Sacks can keep this close and try to take the lead. 2-0 now the count though, two pitches inside. Just miss. And now a pitch sent up the middle for a base hit, so Marshall puts the first man on. Not what you want to do here, especially after your team just scored two. And they're keeping this game close. Anzer Alberto is going to come out. He's going to go for the bunt, lay it down the first baseline. Encarnacion's going to get it, flip. And the out is recorded by Marshall. Edwin got that ball and fell to his back to throw it to first base. He does not move well there, but that was a good play and a good effort. He's giving the old college try at first base, and he gets the out. Runner advances to second base with one out now in the bottom of the sixth inning. Evan Marshall throws one low and outside for ball one to Renato Nunez. Nunez is like a sleeping giant. He's one of their better hitters, and we've kept him down with a ton of strikeouts in this four-game series. He's got a runner in scoring position, though, right now as he stands in. A low strike at the knees. One and one now the count. Next pitch inside curveball taken for a strike. One and two. Now he goes inside and gets in the swing and strikes him out on a check swing that he went through way too much. Strikeout for Marshall. Two gone here in the bottom of the sixth. Runner still on second. Here comes DJ Stewart. 0 for 2 with a walk and a run scored. Hitting 206. On the season, the lefty stands in and awaits Marshall's first offering. Fouls that one back. Owen won the count. Evan gets him to foul off a four-seamer. Owen two. Swung on and missed. Three pitches. He struck him out. Marshall does his job after giving up the leadoff single. We're going to the top of the seventh inning chasing one here in Baltimore on a cloudy night. Paul Fry comes in. The lefty with 10 appearances, 7 innings, and a 6.43 ERA. Got a 1-1 one one record and has recorded a save. 7 strikeouts to 3 walks. Sox saw him in one game here in extra innings, actually. He ended up with a win. The last pitcher of record for the Orioles the other night. Nomar Mazara comes up 0-2 for 2 and terrible against lefties. And he will lead off the top of the 7th inning. Swung on and missed. 0-1 the count. The 8, the 9, and the 1 hitters for the White Sox here in the 7th. Steve Ciszek warms up in the bullpen. The pitch to Mazzara. Swung on and missed. A 4-seamer. 0-2 the count. Next pitch low and away. Swung on and missed. And Mazzara goes down on three pitches. One gone here in the top of the 7th inning. Nick Mandrigo comes to the plate. He's 0-2 with a fly out and a pop out. This youngster has been struggling as well this week. He had been red hot until about a week ago, and the mojo went away. And what's unfortunate is that's about the time that Luis Roberts started hitting. So our two rookies are on different schedules, obviously. Owen won the count. This one's up the middle for a base hit. Good for him. He's on. We got speed aboard with one out here in the top of the seventh inning. And the top of the order coming around with Tim Anderson, who's two for three. With a home run, a double, and an RBI. He scored twice. He scored off of the robber two-run home run and then off his own home run. Big moment here with the speed and the hitters coming up. Outside pitch taken towards third. They're going to try to go around the horn to second and over to first, and he grounds into a double play. Five to four to three. They're going to sing the song here in the seventh inning. The White Sox need to get another run here in the next two. 
as we go to the bottom of the seventh, trailing 5-4. to four. Steve Ciszek comes to the mound, 24 appearances, 29 and two-thirds innings, nine holds, 1-0 record, 0.61 ERA, 39 strikeouts to 12 walks. The righty's a sidearm pitcher. And he gets Anthony Santander, a lefty first, who's one for three. And a strike on the outside corner for Seamer, 0-1 the count. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning. The White Sox got two in the first two innings. A home run from Anderson in the first. A double and a single. Encarnacion then driven in by Mendick in the second. The problem was, through the first three innings, Dallas Keuchel needed about 90 pitches to give up two runs, and he's lucky he didn't give up 10. Bases loaded in the second with no outs. Bases loaded in the third with one out. The Orioles got a run in each one of those innings. Two and one now as that one comes inside to Santander. Carson Fulmer comes out in the fourth inning and takes over as a 1-2-3 inning. But then gives up a three-run home run with two outs in the fifth. As this one's a base hit into left field in front of Jimenez. Leadoff man is on for the Orioles. Sox answered back, though, with a two-run home run from Luis Robert. Evan Marshall did well for us the last inning that he pitched. And now Ciszek is up with a runner on first. And he's 1-0 to Austin Hayes. Hayes is 3-3 with a double, two singles, and two runs scored. He has been kryptonite to the White Sox in this series. Easily their best player against us. Sinker low and away goes for a strike one and one. Some big hits. He was the catalyst and the reason that they were able to win two nights ago in 13 along with the Chris Davis home run in extras. One and two now as that one hits the zone. He's yet to swing. Misses outside on a slider two and two. And today... He's a big reason. They're leading five to four. Outside pitch misses three and two. Ciszek let the first guy on. He's three and two to Hayes now. Fouls back a sinker. Count remains full. Swing and a miss and an outside slider. Hayes goes down for the first time today. Shakes his head. Yeah, he got me. I shouldn't have gone for that one. Nasty movement from Ciszek. One gone with a runner on first. And Pat Vileka's up. He had a three-run homer last time up. Takes an inside sinker. That's a strike. He's three for seven on the season now. Hitting 429 after being claimed off of waivers just earlier in the week by the Orioles. The first time that we see him, as he played this weekend, I believe, the first time for them. This is only his second game. He's got a three-run home run, and that's the difference. As it's 5-4 Baltimore. He's 0-2 in the count, though, the C-Shack. As he probably sees the best pitcher he's seen since he's gotten to the majors. Or at least the guy with the best stuff so far. 1-2 to count, the pitch. Got him looking on a slider on the outside corner. Two gone, bottom of the seventh inning. Sox bullpen trying to keep the White Sox within striking distance here on the road. Rio Ruiz comes to the plate. He's been playing first base today. He's one for two with a single and an RBI. 
Also has a strikeout and a walk. Sinker inside. Taken for a strike, 0-1 the count. For the White Sox, it'll be Robert Abreu and Aloy Jimenez. This one's grounded to short. Anderson flips to Mandrigal at second. The force out is recorded. The inning is over. Nice inning by Ciszek. Four runs on eight hits for the White Sox. Five on ten for the Orioles. We go to the top of the eighth. Tanner Scott comes in. We've seen him for the last three days. He must have a rubber arm because he's out there again. 17 innings pitched at a 5.29 ERA. 24 strikeouts of seven walks. And he also hit one of our batters last night. Luis Robert comes to the plate. And he hit one out, his fourth home run of the season, as he continues to get better and better at the plate. And he will lead off this inning. One for three on the day. Scott plunked a White Sox batter last night. I want to say it was Adam Engel. Square in the back. Attendance up there now, 20,125. White Sox responded by hitting one of theirs in the ninth. This one's popped up in the center field. It's a can of corn. Robert flies out to start off the eighth inning. And Abreu grabs a bat and heads up to the plate. He's 0 for 3 today. Grounded out his last time up in the sixth inning. Jose, we could use some power from you right now. One out, top of the eighth. Swung on and sent out in the right field. It's not going to get very deep, though. Hayes waits for it. Actually, he's not in right today. Hayes is in center. They keep moving these guys around. Either way, the ball is caught easily, and there's two gone. So three pitches for Scott, two outs. The White Sox not having the inning that you planned for here in the eighth inning, trailing by one. Now Jimenez takes a slider outside, one to know the count. Bummer and Colome warm up in the bullpen. 1-0 count to Jimenez. Swung on and sent down the third baseline. Foul. One and one the count. It's a final in Tampa Bay. Toronto wins six to four. Seattle three to two winners over Detroit in Detroit. This one is fouled down the first baseline. Is not going to get out of play. He fouls out on a flyout to Ruiz. Sacks go down one, two, three in the eighth inning. Still trail by one going to the bottom of the eighth here in Baltimore. Pedro Severino's 0 for 2. He was hit by a pitch, and it brought in a run. That's how bad things were going for Dallas Keuchel earlier in this game. It's one of the reasons why we had to have Carson Fulmer out there to give up that three-run home run in the fifth inning after the game was tied up 2-2. A ripple effect from a poor outing from Dallas Keuchel, and yet his team is still hanging in there. Steve Ciszek is going to pitch to Severino, the righty, and he gets a strike across after a ball inside just misses. One and one the count. Bummer and Colome believed to be ready in the pen, but Ciszek going to go with a sinker low. It gets fouled off. One and two the count. The next offering swung on and sent down the third baseline. Foul. One and two the count remains. Misses outside on a slider. Count even at two. The next pitch, low and in on a slider, fouled off. So Severino hanging in right now against Ciszek, who's trying to work him inside, inside, and then out. According to the pattern, he's staying inside here. He does, and he gets him swing and a miss. 
four-seamer came up above the hands. Third strikeout for Ciszek. One gone here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Ciszek remains in the game now for Andrew Velasquez. Velasquez is two for four. The lefty will face the righty. An outside slider misses. 1-0 the count. Sox trailing by a run here. They've had a couple of good innings offensively, but then they've had several of them where they go 1-2-3. They haven't left a lot of guys on base. Only stranding a couple. 1-1 one one the count. Alex Cobb had a good day for the Orioles. That's a strike on the outside corner, 1-2. Inside sinker misses low. 2-2 two two the count now. One out in the bottom of the eighth inning. Ciszek looks in. The pitch on the way. Fouled off a sinker. Two and two now the count. Inside pitch jammed him. It's popped up. Mendick's going to come in from third base and make the play close to home plate. Hanser Alberto comes up now. There's two outs in the bottom of the eighth inning. Ciszek has thrown 30 pitches. White Sox electing to keep him out here now for two innings. Probably hurts his availability for game one tomorrow against the Twins, but it also saves some other arms. That's a base hit in the right field on the first pitch to Alberto. Nunez comes to the plate. He's 0 for 4 with a strikeout in the sixth inning. He's got a 222 average. And he swings and misses at a four-seamer tailing away. 0-1 the count. 0 for 17 in this series. And this is, arguably coming into the series, the best bat that the Orioles had. Slider misses outside, one and one. It's interesting. The White Sox did the same thing to Josh Donaldson. Not over, but they really held him down. He he really had like, he had a home run in game one in that four-game series last weekend. And then in the fourth game, when everybody was piling on, I think he had a hit. But he was the best hitter in baseball coming into that series. And the White Sox handled him very well. It wasn't the, the best for the rest of the team. The rest of the team, they didn't do very good at all. Two and two now to count. To Nunez as he takes one inside for a strike. Two outs, Bob in the eighth inning, runner on first. Pops up a slider inside at 79 miles an hour from Ciszek. Count remains even at two. The set, the sign, the delivery. Misses high, try to get him the reach for it. Three and two to count, D.L. Stewart's on deck. If Ciszek puts him on, I would imagine they're going to the pen. Ground ball to short. Anderson takes his time and sends it over to first. He almost pulls Encarnacion off the bag. Throws him in shaky today, but so far it hasn't hurt the White Sox. The wind is blowing in, unfortunately, as we go to the top of the ninth, needing a run. 5-4 Baltimore. Michael Gibbons comes into the game. He'll face Edwin Encarnacion first. Gibbons, a righty, will face the two-for-three Encarnacion who swings and misses at a slider tailing away. 0-1 the count. Now he's 0-7 lifetime against Gibbons. I don't know if that matters that much. He swings, though, at a high outside slider that he had no business offering at, and he's 0-2 in the count. Edwin's got a bear down now. 0-2 pitch on the way. Misses outside, 1-2. Orioles fans on their feet trying to split this series with the White Sox. It would be disappointing to say the least. In the dirt, blocked it two and two. The Orioles had 14 wins all season coming into this series. 
The Sox trail 5-4 here in game number four. Outside pitch misses three and two to count. McCann's on deck. Scheduled after him is Danny Mendick. Three and two the count. The pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. He got him. One gone here in the top of the ninth inning. James McCann comes to the plate. One for three with a double in the sixth inning. One out here in the top of the ninth and nobody on. Five to four Orioles. Outside pitch misses 1-0. McCann's got a couple of hits off of Gibbons in his career. Swings at this inside pitch and fouls it sharply down the third base line. One and one the count. Sox need a base runner. This one's lifted deep down the third base line, hooking foul. One and two on a long strike near the pole. That would have been big. Next pitch misses away, a low outside four-seam fastball. One and two the count. Righty against righty. Here it comes. Swung on and missed a slider. In the zone, high and away. Two strikeouts right away for the Orioles, and we're down to our last bullet. Yasmani Grandal's going to grab a bat for the White Sox. They were giving his knees a rest today catching, but they're going to use him. He has that kind of ability to get a hold of one. He gets the bat lefty. He's hitting 287, leading the White Sox with 16 home runs and 45 RBIs. And he lifts this one deep out in the right center field gap. Back towards the wall, unfortunately. It will die in the wind. Back at the track. First pitch, he went for it. The Orioles split the series with the White Sox. And that is a letdown for this team. White Sox playing 500 or just under 500 ball, depending on how you split it over the last couple of weeks. And... They lose two here on the road against a very subpar team. Bad outing by Dallas Keuchel. Set this up. And the Orioles, he gave them enough opportunities. Bases loaded, no outs in the second. They only get a run. Bases loaded, one out in the third. They only get a run. We're lucky that happened. But they should have never gotten that. And then a guy who played his second major league game after being claimed off of waivers. He goes down, goes one for two with a home run and three RBI. And unfortunately for the White Sox, they dropped this one. Alex Cobb wins it. Five and two-thirds innings. Seven hits, five strikeouts, four earned runs, no walks. Homer takes a loss, two innings, two hits, four strikeouts, a walk, but he gave up that three-run home run. Givens gets the save. Anderson goes two for four with a homer, a double, an RBI. He scored twice. Luis Robert, one for four with a two-run home run. Edwin Encarnacion, two for four with a double and a run scored. McCann goes one for four with a double. We've got a big series against the Twins. We've got to shake this off and be happy to get some home cooking. White Sox doing a lot better at home than on the road this year. There's a big split there. It's the reason why they're an over 500 team, and they're in second place still. From Baltimore, on our way to the plane, my name is Chris Lanuti. This is Sox in the Basement, brought to you by Cork and Carrie at the Park. Found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at SoxInTheBasement.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Sox in the Basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always on SocksInTheBasement.com.